Welcome to the Cheap Seats Podcast. Welcome in, everybody. I'm the big man. He's the juice. And this is the Cheap Seats Podcast. What is going on, Juice? What's going on, everybody, all our listeners? And what's up, TikTok Live? What is happening, buddy? Uh, not a whole lot, buddy. Uh, did you have a good weekend? Anything uh, exciting happen over the weekend? Well, hold on, I was about to kill myself with a piece of ice. Right. <laughs> oh, I've seen that. <laughs> um, what the fuck did I do this weekend? Uh oh, my family reunion was this weekend. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, you did you did the lip sync contest. How'd yeah, that go? Yeah, I did that. I think we come in fourth this year after winning it last year, so that was disappointing. Um Hey, somebody in my TikTok chat, tell me if you can hear me. I got my earbuds down here, so I don't even know if it's picking up the voice. What? Um anyway, so I did that Will we be seeing it on TikTok? It's already on TikTok. Okay, I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's already on there. Um, and then, what else did I do? I drank a lot of alcohol. That's an every weekend thing. That's an everyday thing. No, this one was excessive. If you follow me on Instagram at bluegrass underscore beard, um, yeah, that, that's, you can, there's one picture where I have lost my shirt, um, and you can see in my eyes that I have consumed a mass quantity of alcohol and uh, yeah, I'm a little lost. Um, and yet still, I don't know where that shirt is. So if anybody has my shirt that might be listening, um, <laughs> it would be greatly appreciated. I'm pretty sure that was Friday night. <laughs> so if anybody has that, uh, please wash it, dry it, send it back to me. That would be greatly appreciated. Uh, let's see. We played horseshoes. We played cornhole. Sounds like a pretty good time. Yeah, uh, we've done all kinds of shit. Pretty exciting weekend. Uh, yeah, my weekend wasn't. All that excited. Of course, it's Father's Day, so happy belated to all happy belated Father's Day to all you uh, fathers out there. I know I text a few of you guys and let you know uh, happy Father's Day. So me included, I was yeah. on a massive hangover, but I appreciated it. Regardless. I got text back, even though you forgot about it. Yeah, uh, well, you know, I told you mass quantities. I started a new job this week. Uh, so um, I'm liking it. I, I really like it. I love my boss. Uh, I told my boss today that he was so damn ugly that if my dog's face was as ugly as him, I'd shave his ass backward. He replied <laughs> that if he had a head like mine, he'd get a circumcision. <laughs> That's hilarious. But anyways, yeah, it's a pretty cool day today. Uh, we got a show to do, though, man. What do you say we get into it? Oh, what do you say you pause this thing and let me set the camera up for you so we All can right. actually start putting some of this uh, stuff out? Okay, we're going to pause and we're going to video uh, this podcast today. We're going to pause real pause quick. pause the show. <laughs> All right, we're back, guys. Uh, we had a little, uh, had to set up our camera uh, so we can start posting little videos of us doing our podcast. Uh, so, uh, you got any shout-outs, Juice? Uh, I felt like I had one when I walked in here. 
and I don't know what it is. Okay, well, I didn't have any last week, so I So if I, I think it. of it, I'll give it to you in a minute. All right. I got just one shout Actually, a couple shout-outs. Uh, um, Mike Carlisle of the Lyman Lounge. Um, I want to thank him again so much for coming on the show last week. Oh, yeah, he's a cool dude. It was a blast. Uh, if you guys ever get a chance to listen to him, he is the host of the Lineman Lounge. Um, check him out on Spotify, Apple, Google, wherever you get your podcast. Um, and I also want to shout out, he'll probably never hear this, but I want to shout out Warwick Dunn. Former running back. I don't know if you remember Warwick Dunn. Former running back for the Atlanta Falcons and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Former uh, Walter Payton Man of the Year. He um he's still out there doing it. He's he's still out there helping communities, helping single parents acquire homes. He's uh during during the pandemic, he's been very vital in the Atlanta community. So I just want to shout him out. Uh, I think he's always been a a great uh a great role model for kids in the NFL. Absolutely, absolutely. And one little last thing I want to say real quick is uh. The Cheap Seats and the Wise Guys podcast uh, with Big E and the Doc are collaborating on a fantasy football league. It is going to be a vampire league, and we would like to get some uh, victims, some players playing in this league. Uh, So uh, if you're into fantasy football and you want to try something new like a vampire league, uh, hit me up. Hit me up on Facebook at... uh, the Cheap Seats Podcast, hit me up on Twitter at Spillman underscore, or I'm sorry, Spillman1981, the big man, at Spillman1981. Hit me up on TikTok at the Cheap Seats Podcast. Hit uh, Junior here on uh, Twitter. That's me. Yeah, hit Juice here on Twitter at the Cheap Seats Pod 1. Hit him up on uh, TikTok at the Bluegrass underscore Beard. And hit him up on IG at Bluegrass underscore Beard. Uh, so if you want to get involved with this league, uh, holler at us. Okay, so I'm going to talk for a minute. All uh, right. Read this one right here. You got that? Okay. So, uh, yeah. So in this Vampire League, just so everybody knows, I'm going to fuck Big E up. Just so, just so everybody knows, I'm going to do it. That's all, that's all I'm saying. Okay. Uh. We had a comment from TikTok, and uh, I'm not sure who uh, who was the guy, Mike Hawk. Yeah, that's what I'm not saying. sure who Mike Hawk is. I know who Tony okay. Hawk is. I'm not either, so that's why I handed it to you. I didn't know if it was an old thing, like an old dude thing. I, like, I, mean, I wasn't for sure. Maybe it is. Maybe it's a new thing. Maybe I'm just not up to the times on it, but I, I have no idea who that guy is. Okay, anyways. All right. Continue. Well, if you ain't got any shout-outs or anything, what do you say we'll get on the news time? Nah, we're good. News? Fresh news? News time? All right. Dang, I got loud on that one. The yeah, top you did. One. Ooh, I, I apologize, listeners. Oh, my Lord. Uh, I did not mean to get that loud. My bad. First things first, LaMelo Ball wins the NBA Rookie of the Year. and uh, As well as he should. As well okay. as he should. I know uh, who was the other one, the Minnesota kid. Uh, I can't think of his name. He was, he was pretty good. It wasn't but, Mello. Yeah. Anyways, Mello won it. But uh, 
the NBA has released their uh, all NBA teams first, second, and third. Um, which you got the usual su- suspects: LeBron, uh, KD. You know, I mean, you CP3. You got your usual suspects in there, but there was a lot of snubs that. I felt, and I know you felt too. Oh yeah, I'm pissed about this. Uh, that just uh, so everybody knows that got snubbed from the All NBA team, and I I did go back and I looked, and some of these guys that got selected are are just on a name. Oh um, yeah, absolutely. LeBron, CP. I mean, CP3 did help the Suns, but I think another guard from the Suns should have got it. Um, but we're gonna get into the uh, players that got snubbed. Real quick, uh, Devin Booker being one of the headliners, um, I don't know how he didn't get in over Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving made it, and I just don't think Kyrie should have been there. I don't think CP3 should have been there. Um, I know you mentioned Westbrook, but I would have been okay with Westbrook being off of it, but you got guys like Donovan Mitchell. Devin Booker, um, who else? Uh, the cat from uh, the center from the Pacers, uh, Miles Turner, Sabonis. Oh, he's yeah, he's the power forward. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, power yeah, forward. You're good, power you're good. Yeah. He Sabonis was, is a stud. Yeah, he had a. a, I was like, a you want a Miles studly. Turner on the All NBA? No, team? no. I was like, Fuck, it, shut this show off. Like, I mean, we don't need to be on the air. When I said, okay. bi- sorry, sorry. When I said big man, I I was thinking. I was thinking Sabonis was a center, which he probably should be, but he's power forward. Yeah, yeah because he, Miles Turner plays on that team. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there there's some guys on there. I mean, that there there's no reason they should have been on there. And there's guys like Donovan Mitchell and Booker and Sabonis. Uh, I can't think you know, Westbrook. I mean, I'm I'm not. I'd been okay if. if if you know, if it would have just been Westbrook being left out, but Booker and Mitchell, come on, man, these guys are stars in the making. They're already stars to me. I mean, Donovan Mitchell, he's he played for the number one team. You know, a lot of people would say, well, the only reason CP3 got in because he helped the Suns make it to the playoffs two seasons in a row and brought this team up two seasons in a row or whatever. Which is great, but wasn't Utah the number one seed with the best record in the NBA, I believe? Uh, okay, and, so let's... And Mitchell didn't make it? Listen, Donovan Mitchell should have made it. Devin Booker should have made it. I don't give a shit what you got to say. Russell Westbrook should have made it, too. That's well, one... I'm just, I'm just saying, like, the guys that were ahead of Russell, I'd have been fine with that had it just been Russell because you're, you could only get three, uh, six guards in. Because right. you got three All NBA teams, first, second, and third. Right. And the but, six guards that they had in there, I probably would have been okay with it had they would have switched out like CP3 and Kyrie for Devin and uh, Mitchell. Mitchell. But uh, the rest of them, I got ahead who's, of Westbrook. Who's the other four? Did you uh, write them down? I didn't write them down. I can't remember right offhand, but uh, I don't give a shit who they Luka are. Luka Doncic was yeah, I love Luka. Was one. Of I love Luka. I love Trey Young. Like I love all those guys. Trey Young was one of. Listen, them. I don't care. Fucking Russell Westbrook. 
averaged a triple fucking double again. Dude, like, dude he's been doing it for like the last four. That seasons. doesn't matter. LeBron was the most dominant. Jordan was the most dominant player in the fucking league for ten years, and fucking you didn't leave him off the All NBA team just because they've been doing it for years and years and years. Well, let me ask doesn't you this. mean you leave them off. Let like, me ask you this: It's not the greatest up and coming team. That that's what you just said. Did they did they make the playoffs? I don't care what they did. They didn't. I I I. I'm not saying that you're wrong. That's like, saying I'm not Steph saying... Curry, that's like saying Steph Curry didn't deserve to win the MVP. He did because win. his team. I know that's like saying he. That's the same argument as Steph Curry didn't deserve the MVP because his team didn't make the playoffs. Let me ask you it's the same fucking argument. Let me okay. Well, let's just say this: Golden State would have been like the number one or number two seed. He would have. Steph Curry would have won the MVP. Yeah, he would have. Yeah. And that's the point I'm making. Is that's, that, that's that's fucking I... wrong. Like. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. When you're when you're the MVP, it's most valuable player to your team. It's most valuable. right. Okay, and if 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 you're on if I don't care if you have the best numbers, the most points, most rebounds, most assists, I don't care. If if you're on a shitty team and your team doesn't make the playoffs, you're not getting my play MVP vote because the MVP is a winner. Uh, yeah. It helps the okay. team win. That's part of the problem. You got that old school mentality. But it, it's, You're an it's old the truth. dude. I get it. I, like you can say you can call me old all you want. I'm just saying you, you are. know. But so the 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 fact of the matter is is I don't care what you've done for multiple years. If it's greatness, it's greatness. All right. That's, so that's like holding Jordan's accolades against him because he done it for so many years. Okay, let me ask you this: Who won the MVP last year? Giannis, right? Yeah, Giannis. All won right, it. yeah. Giannis, did he deserve it? Probably. Okay. Uh, the year before that, Giannis won it a, a second, or the first time for the. So he won it two years in a row. Yeah, he's probably the most dominant we, player in the league. Yeah. Okay, all right. Now, Westbrook, he he's put um, triple doubles, averaged a triple double the last four seasons. He's only won one MVP for it. Uh, all I'm all, shit. all I'm saying, and and I'm not saying that you're it's wrong. Something that hadn't been done in what forty years. I agree with you, but the game has changed so so much that you're you're seeing like guys like you ain't Joe, seeing motherfuckers average triple doubles. You're seeing guys getting close to. It. You're seeing but you ain't seeing it. it. But you're seeing it close to. But it. you ain't seeing it. Right, I agree. I get close to getting laid every damn night. That don't mean I get laid every damn night. <laughs> yeah. All right, like I, I get that. I and I, I don't want to take any way anything away from Westbrook because I love his game. He puts everything out there on the floor. I love that about him. He's like this motherfucker getting on my nerves. The closest thing I've seen to Allen Iverson in a very long time. Um, even though they're two totally different players. Uh He's the closest thing I've seen to AI because he puts it all out there on the floor. But every but single every night. night, I don't know how the NBA has strapped their fucking backpack to this motherfucker. You think maybe because he it he just his his star doesn't carry as much as the other guys. It maybe. would if the NBA's fucking strapped to him like they do Durant, LeBron, and put him on every goddamn commercial coming and going. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean. You know, like I said, with the with the it's all probably because he's got this attitude 
He's kind of got that Mamba mentality a little bit where he don't give a fuck what you think well, he, or he's going to run through you if you don't like. He's kind of like AI. He got that attitude. Yeah, AI and the has. NBA refuses to strap to him. But, I mean, you're literally watching a guy do it year in and year out on something before he done it. Hadn't been done in 40 years. I mean, like, we've seen we've seen the same thing happen with AI. AI oh, the same shit. I mean, like if they just strapped their backpack probably, to him. There's probably been four or five seasons where where AI probably could have won the MVP and did. I think he only and won one MVP. And should have. Should have. Should have. But, you know, like I said, you know, he, AI did, did come in during part of uh, uh, the Jordan year. So that was kind of hard for him. And then, and then he was he there Kobe with the Shaq right and Kobe. Him. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, Shaq was right there still in his dominating days. I and, know. And Kobe right there in the middle of his prime. But I, mean, I can make an argument for that. Like, I can make an argument that, yeah. Shaq should have won MVPs, that Kobe should have won MVPs the whole time. You don't have anybody else that's doing what Westbrook is no, doing. No, nobody's do, doing a triple-double. And he's not even making all NBA teams? But, but let me ask you this. How valuable is is he really to his – how valuable – How is he more valuable than and, – and I don't want to get this into an MVP thing, but is he more valuable than Bradley Beal? Yes. I don't think he is. Okay. Take Russell Westbrook off that team. All right. Put John Wall back on it. What would they have done? Did you Brent. watch John Wall in Houston this year? No, I didn't. He okay. did pretty good though. Like let's He did but he's been he's been injury prone for but the last few years. But, but he let's did put this, this into year. perspective, okay? What did the Wizards do with John Wall and Bradley Beal, that combination? They didn't make the playoffs. What did they do with Russell Westbrook and, and Bradley Beal? They didn't make the playoffs. But they were fucking there. They they've been a, a pit, they have been the Cleveland fucking Browns of for the NBA, and for, yeah, I threw it in there on purpose. Go ahead to go ahead, you, go ahead, like so you can get a perspective of this. They have been the laughing stock of the NBA, they, even with John Wall, and I love John Wall. They I haven't been born, relevant since they were the Bullets. I was born and raised in the state of Kentucky. And you I, love John I Wall. You love, love John Wall. I love everybody that comes out of that university. I will support the hell out of them. And for that matter, I don't like anybody that comes out of UCLA. But Russell Westbrook took that team and had and strapped them on his back. And they had there's plenty of years where John Wall had way more talent around him than what Westbrook did this I, year. I'm not saying that you're wrong. And I do I do think uh, you know, having Westbrook helped out Bradley Beal a ton. But I think if you take Bradley Beal off of that team, you got the Cavs. You take away a damn shooter. Bradley Beal's more than a shooter, pal. Bradley Beal's a shooter. He's more than a shooter. No, Bradley Beal is a spot-up shooter and fucking does pretty you're, good on the defensive you're, end. You're, you're going to say he's a shooter when he's scoring 50 points a game. He's a shooter. He's, he's a scorer. He's a shooter. He's a scorer. But anyways, anyways, we're going to get off that because we'll argue about, about Westbrook all day. Um, and we just ain't got time to. I got a little breaking news real quick I want to say. Breaking news. I was ready for it this time. <laughs> yeah, I completely threw you off. Like, <laughs> yeah, you did. I wasn't re- expecting it. The Celtics have finally come to the conclusions of hiring a new head coach. Oh, who'd uh, we hire? I ain't even heard this. Who'd they, we hire? They hired, and 
and let me make sure I get the name right. They hired the assistant coach from the uh, Brooklyn Nets. Well, that ain't no fucking fun. Ime Udoka. That's their... no fun. <laughs> Move on. I was I, I was looking for a Chauncey Billups. Yeah, or, who uh, the fuck is this guy? Like somebody else. Okay. Yeah, I I don't know much about him. All right, move on. I don't All know right. why the hell you broke out my breaking news. Because <laughs> it, it was breaking news. It popped. It just popped up. Okay, well, All nobody right. knows who the fuck this guy is, so let's move on. Rick Carlisle resigns as the head coach he of is. Dallas. Huh? People know who yeah, he is. Yeah, of course they do. After He resigns as head coach of Dallas after 13 seasons. Um, do, you, do you think this is due, due to a fallout with uh, Doncic? Do you think Doncic is as uh, a reason he resigned, or you think uh, uh, with the uh, departure of Donnie Nelson, do you think that that's the big thing? Because it happened right after Donnie Nelson was was let go. I would say Nelson's departed. got more to do with it. I've been looking for Carlisle to retire for years now. I, I think mean, he's up, actually actually Carlisle well, he, he talked did about keep going. He didn't retire. He resigned, yeah, and let he, me, he's planning on coaching again. Yeah, but okay, like. That relationship has been going on for what? 12? 13 seasons. 13 seasons? Okay. 13 I, seasons. He won the yeah. championship yeah. in 2011. Yeah, with, with Dirk, uh, and, yeah, Dirk and that whole crew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jason Kidd. So, um, like, I've, I've been looking for this. Like, I mean, you don't see other than, like, Pop in San Antonio. You yeah, don't see this er, long. Eric Spolstra is the only other one. Yeah, that's he's, got, got he's more been with Miami for years and does. years. Yeah. You uh, don't you don't see this very often. No, no, you don't see NBA coaches. And then, go like you said, quick Don Nelson or yeah, Donnie Nelson. Donnie Junior. Nelson. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I just said Don and fucking yeah. it threw me off. So Nelson uh, steps away yeah. and is no longer with the team. That takes some familiarity away. The game's changing. I don't really even know if Carlisle style even would work anymore in the NBA. Like he's one of those old school hard nose. We're gonna played hard defense and that's his like his calling card yeah, and right and so i don't, I don't he's even, more fundamental yeah i don't know even if that style is going to work anymore i would love to see it work i love rick carlisle like don't i don't get know me wrong I, I mean he would have to go to a team i think that's got veterans but also has a good core of young players that he can develop as well but not too big of stars because are those all mine Yes, yes. Every <laughs> one of those are yours. I hung them up there as, on a display. I don't know. If, <laughs> a lot of y'all can't see it. Uh, and I'll grab the phone. Real, I'll grab my phone real quick and show you all, too. Guys, oh my this is God. the big man here. I'm about to show you what Juice does every day, every Wednesday. <laughs> if you can't so. see that, that was... Uh, Safety glasses. Yeah. So, anyways, that's like all juice. <laughs> it's like one, two, three, four, five, six. That's seven pairs of safety glasses. And that wasn't all of them. There, there's a, no, I a couple more throughout more the house. Away. I think I threw a couple of them away too. Uh, <laughs> every Wednesday, <laughs> I get a new pair. Safety glasses. I I ain't got no excuse about not having no safety glasses for work. I'm trying to make sure you protect your eyes when yeah. you have to weed eat. <laughs> I feel the love. I feel the love. All right. Uh, the NBA reveals that it's ending a 37-year partnership with Spalding. I don't know That's if you've weird. heard this. That's, That's weird. weird. So the new the new NBA ball 
will be made by Wilson. Huh. Falling in line with the yeah, don't NFL. They, uh, yeah, I was about to say, don't, doesn't Wilson make the NFL yeah, balls? They, yeah, they make the NFL balls. I, actually, uh, uh, up in Ohio, that's that's where they do the the footballs that they use in Kenton, Ohio. Actually. I'm not tired of you talking about Ohio on my damn show. Not okay. too far from where I'm from, might I add. <laughs> All right, so... um. Come on, Scott Brooks. There you go. Scott okay. Brooks is out as the Wizards head coach. Uh, what do you make of that? After the Wizards kind of, you know, Scott Brooks was really valuable with the Thunder. Of course, he had KD and Westbrook. Uh, were you surprised by Scott Brooks' departure? Kind of, just because Westbrook is there. And like you alluded to, their history with the Thunder. Um, I don't know, though, like... Like I said, the NBA teams change their head coach more than you change your underwear. Like, which again, we need to have a talk about that. I forgot about it last week, so we need to still have that talk. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyways, uh, right. yeah, I don't. It no, it doesn't really surprise me. All right, uh, Brad Stevens has made his. He already made, of course, the hire of. Udoka as the head coach, it was his second move as a general manager and, and president of basketball operations with Celtics. But he made his first move before the hire. He traded Kimball Walker to Oklahoma for Al Horford, Moses Brown, and a 2023 20, second round pick. Oklahoma also gets um, a 2021 first round pick. It's a number 16 pick, by the way. Um, I really wasn't surprised that they got rid of uh, Kimba because he's been injury prone over the last couple of years. I love Kimba's game, time. but he he just he was too big of a name, I think, to keep you know for that salary. Right, he's not a bad player. Bring, bringing Al Horford back, I think that's gonna uh, bring bring out the best and the stars that you already got in uh, Jalen Brown and uh, Jason Tatum. So, right, I, so you need to build it around. I, try to bring in names. I like around that. Those two. I, I, I'm kind of glad. He, I mean, I know it's only been been two seasons for Kemba, but I'm kind of glad he's going to Oklahoma. Uh, he's going to be there with Shy Gil Gil Gis, Shai Gilgers Alexander. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Another Kentucky name. Another Kentucky Just name. So everybody knows. And that's another one that I really like I too. Love Shay Gilgers. All right. We. We talked about some players that we liked, and I was I was going to mention him. I, I, I I'm slowly him. becoming a fan of his, but I'm 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 more so becoming a fan fan of Trey Young because he's becoming the villain, and I, I yeah, just love. That. I'm getting there too. Did you see the, yeah. the clip of, mm-hmm. of "Fuck You, Trey"? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I didn't know if he was going to. Did Did you see the video where he's? It was It was like a commercial where he was started out in high school, and they were. Chant oh yeah, 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 and all that. Fuck yeah, and then they go tray. to the fuck you tray, yeah. and then, uh, like he bows at the end of that high school game. I, the I same love way that. He at the end. I, yeah, I would love to see like a Kimba or not Kimba. I would love to see like a Trey Young, Luka Doncic championship game. Of course, it would be you know because they were like with each other as far as like they were in, intertwined with their. Oh trade. yeah, they're always intertwined. They'll always be intertwined because they went back to back and and. And they were actually traded. Well, it was what two and four, two and yeah. I'm sorry, it wasn't yeah, back. I think to it back. was two and four. You're right, it was two and four. It wasn't back to back. Yeah. All right. Who the round ball guy is here. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's all the NBA news. Oh, did I did I mention Lamelo won the Rookie of the Year? 
Motherfucker, yes. Who okay. else would you? Fu- who else would have won it? Yeah, that's true. That's not true. really news. There was that's no true. other real competition. All right. Well, I got a little bit of NFL news to discuss real quick, and then we're gonna take a little break. Uh, Thank God you have wore me out this first hour with your damn stupidity. I swear <laughs> to God, you have gotten on my everlast nerve. All right, the agent for Baker Mayfield. Like I've really twisted your arm. The agent for Baker Mayfield has came out and said that there will be an extension done this summer. Um, I love that because I think they need to go ahead and sign him so they can get him to a cheaper deal. I think I did hear that him and Lamar would probably get a deal done this year, especially before um, who's your boy Josh Allen. Yeah, Josh Allen from uh, resets the, the market. Bill, yeah, resets the market for the, because uh, he's going to. Well, well I'm I not, don't know. I'm not gonna he's say he's not gonna pay us Mahomes. Yeah, I forgot about Mahomes' contract. He's not. Yeah, but I can see him forty million a year. He'll be the second highest paid quarterback. I agree. I agree with you. Whatever I, Lamar makes this year, uh, I, and Josh I think Allen's that's what they're more. waiting on. I think they're waiting on Lamar. I think Lamar will be ahead of Baker. I think Baker's going to be the first domino to fall. Which, speaking of which, why do owners look at that as like, I have the highest paid quarterback in the league? I don't know if it's the owner so much as what it is, the agents and the players. I know. I'm sure. I mean, if I was an owner, I'd want to try to get the best deal I could. I know. I'm sure a lot of it has to do with agents and that's driving. But I mean, like, there's uh, stories. of Ursay coming out after or during the luck trade. Right. Or during the luck negotiations uh-huh. when he was renegotiating Lux. And where he came out and said, he, I'm gonna have the highest constantly paid. said, I, I I'm going to make you the highest paid quarterback in the league. I'm going to have the highest paid quarterback in the league. Well like why he, is that he he knew that was gonna happen regardless because because he knew what he had was luck. Luck at the time, was an ascending quarterback. He probably was top three quarterback at the time yeah, whenever like, he was being re-signed. It was obvious that he was going to have the highest-paid quarterback, but still, yeah. I like, think if I'm, say, like, I'm trying to play that down. I like, would I, I would think you would want to because I'd want to pay him, you know, at least amount as possible, you know, yeah, if I don't it was pay me. Nobody. I want to get paid and don't pay nobody. Yeah. Like, I would be the perfect NFL Yeah, owner. I I agree with you. All right, the other NFL news. I probably I could own. I could probably own the Cleveland Indians. You probably could. Maybe if we get our podcast going right, we could probably go in halves together. Hey, by the Indians. we can do this. We get a couple more. We're good more at dollars paid, on not our, paying yeah. nobody. Yeah, we're good at that. Shit. All right, the last little NFL news I got is uh, the Raiders defensive end Carl Nassib. Yeah, who was a former Cleveland Brown, by yep. the way. Um, he becomes the first active gay, I open, said that, gay, open, first openly, active openly, openly gay, gay player. player. Yes. Um, Michael Sam's was the first uh, gay player to be drafted. Um, yes. But. But he never really made. Nass- an, he, he never, never made, made an active roster. Right? Not really. Carl um, Sam- or, he was never on an active roster. Right. Uh, okay. Carl Nassim. And I, I did notice one day after he announced it, he was the he had the the number one jersey sales on, on fanatics dot com. Which oh, yeah. that don't surprise no, me. No, any. no, no, no. Um, okay. I think it's uh 
great for the NFL. I hope he don't get a lot of shit from people. I think a lot of people are are, are with open arms. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's going to be an issue. Um, I don't. I hope it's not an issue. I mean, I, I mean, it's twenty twenty one. Like it, it I don't, is what it is. I don't guys. think it's a deal. Like, yeah, I think it shouldn't be a deal. I don't think it's going to be like that. Honestly. This probably should have happened years ago. Yeah, um, but you still got the those NFL, old rednecks who, who right. still and 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 I'll be honest with you, some of those old, old rednecks are probably some of the owners in the NFL. But it's honestly, it's a like as far as a locker room is concerned, that's really one of the most accepting places that you'll ever experience. Let me. Like, ask I mean, you as something. far as like people from all different walks of life, all different backgrounds, like you got rich kids in there, you got kids that right grew up in the hood with nothing, you got kids that grew up pitching hay, and that was the closest thing to a workout they could get. Right. Like, I mean, you, you know, got kids with drug parents, you got kids with great parents. It's it's all in there. You you grew up here in Kentucky, and I'm yeah. I'm not, I'm not say, saying Kentucky's uh, a bad state. No, nah, we can talk about but it. There, but there's a lot of. Uh, a lot, a lot of traditionalists here, and there's a lot of old, like you, you get the old ways more so mm-hmm. from a lot of people down old here. Old suits, right? If if you were playing football, let's just say high school. If you were playing football, now this is the NFL. These are all adults, so I I was assumed they're going to conduct themselves as adults. But um, if you were in high school and you had an openly gay person on your football team, how would you? feel about that in the locker room i'm not gonna get too political and you don't have to waste a whole lot of time on i mean i'm cool with it but uh i'm just kind of curious from your point of view i'm cool with it okay i mean i think i'd be cool with it like i grew i grew up with all kinds of people like i said like i mean look i got homosexuality in my family um i i'm not ashamed of it um i'm actually proud of it my uh brother he who is uh married um to a man might Mm -hmm. i add um i love him to death and you know what i do not have a problem with it Uh, like i mean it's whatever it is whatever but you know really the only people that ever really have a problem with it are those who have never been exposed to it right you know honest to god that's the biggest problem i think that's the biggest thing they got this uh stereotype misconception of gay people and like all all gay people don't want their their same the same sex of everybody you know they're they're attracted to who they're attracted to regardless but let's get off that and uh let's take a little break for a minute and uh have a word from our sponsors and we are back you motherfucker what? I come in with this. I said we were back. Now they you know can... we're back when they hear me talk. Shut All up right. for a minute. So <laughs> you go ahead you go ahead and introduce our guest. And now a returning guest. Is this our first returning guest? Yeah. He's returned. He's like been on here. That's the third time he's been on. Our here. first ever three time guest from the cheapest phone line in the business. The sexiest redhead from my hometown. This motherfucker's been my best friend, or one of my best friends. I can't really say he's my entire best friend. He's been one of my best friends for probably 20 years now. We're getting close. Just get on on. with it. This is Lego! (laughs) (laughs) I'm 
told you we met off one. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, man, that's the best intro I think I've ever had. I need to get my wedding to I, my I got you, dog. I'm going to be at your wedding. I'll be there. <laughs> Schlegel, what's up, man? Glad to have you back on the show, buddy. Ah, great to be back. How's it going, boys? Pretty I good. I told you he's getting on my damn nerves. That's how oh. it's going. Like, he's worked on the ever last one of them. I'm about to fucking throat punch you. I got, a, I got a damn fiance, uh, and it ain't this bad. At least with her, I can say, hey, I'm going to make TikTok content, and I just fucking <laughs> run off. Like, Jesus Christ. We'll run off and make a TikTok. We need to go that. golfing. When are we going to go golfing? That's my you question. You still haven't done my uh, white milk and uh, vodka. That's because I'm lactose intolerant, you dipshit. Hey. It's for TikTok. It's for TikTok. It's for TikTok. It's for for experimentation. It's for the views. Okay. No, that shit turns the cotton. I know what that shit does. It turns the. It fucking sours it immediately and chunks it. I know what that does. I'm friends with bartenders. Fuck you, asshole. You're getting on my damn nerves, too. When are we going golfing? That is my real question. That is the first question for the podcast. When are we going golfing? Well, I finished my apprenticeship on Friday, so next week, week after, week after that. Okay, well, I mean, I'm off. I think next week I'm off on Thursday and Friday, so hit me up. All right, well, I'm going to put trail cams up on Friday, so Thursday. Okay, we, 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 we'll we we'll settle for Thursday because I'm not going to stay home with fiancé anyway, so. All right, guys, well, as part of uh, our preview in the NFL division, last week we did the NFL. Oh, yeah, we're West. doing a show, sorry. Uh, yeah. My uh, apologies. <laughs> We're we're gonna do we're gonna take it back across the uh, country here, and we're gonna do the NFC East. And we brought in our fan spurt, our Philadelphia Eagles fan spurt Schlegel to help us out to give us a a preview of the of the division. <laughs> Where do you want me to start? Well, you got, like, no, I'm I was waiting on you to say something. Nah, but nah, nah, you're nah. sitting there playing with some fucking nah, glasses. Go ahead, go ahead. So let's. We're, he wants to be the expert for the East. Let's. Okay. I want to start out well, with the Giants. You want to be the expert for the East. I just. I just want to start out with the New York Giants. How about that? Hey, you want to say it with me, Slagle? Well, I think. Fuck the Giants. It, oh well, we wasn't on the same page that time. Sorry. Okay. I'll be honest with you. Out, out the, uh, out, all four teams. I hate Dallas and I hate the Redskins. The Giants. Yeah, I don't like them, but they're not as bad. All right. All right. Um, but, so I see, guess, I'm the exact opposite. I don't mind the football team, I but got, I hate I got the a, Giants and Eagles. I got a few so, questions for the both of you because both of you guys are NFC East fan spurts. Um, so uh, with the the off season that the Giants have had, uh, do you think they put enough weapons around uh, Danny Dimes to succeed? I think. Go. Go ahead, Schlegel. I think it all depends on the the, the offensive line. Uh, I think he's a solid quarterback. He's got a good arm. Obviously, if they you know they got a good offensive coordinator, um, he may not have been the best uh, head coach, but he was a, he's always been a good offensive coordinator, and right. he knows what quarterback. Um, he's had Tony Romo as you know in the past, so I think they'll be all right. And I think they're going to give a lot of teams uh, some problems. Saquon's coming back um, healthy. You've got some weapons on the outside. Um, as long as they can keep him, you know, protected and the defense plays solid, I wouldn't see why they don't give a lot of teams fits, possibly go 8-8 eight eight on uh, the year. Do you, do you think this team could be, be in contentions for a, a playoff spot maybe? 
Um, the way our division is, <laughs> anybody's in contention I, for I, a playoff I, spot in our division. That's true. Besides Philly. Um, nah, I mean, Philly's I, pulling I away. think that they, um, obviously, yeah, especially because they're in our division. Um, but I would say, if not, a wild card spot for sure. I don't, you know, you never know how those, how it's going to play out. But sitting around, I could see them going eight and eight. Yeah, this team's a, a, a well-coached team. Joe Judge, the head coach, I think he's got them playing scrappy football, uh, playing yeah. hard for them. And they like you the, said, the tackles. right. And like you said, Ga- uh, Garrett's the offensive coordinator. He's he's not a bad offensive coordinator. He's just a <sighs> shitty head coach. Uh, ex- excuse me, there, Juice. Would you would you like to comment, buddy? Yeah, go- I'd like to. I see what y'all are doing. Let's go ahead. We're trying to cut you out, but go no, ahead. No, y'all are trying to get my damn blood pressure up. Talking about how good of a coach Jason Garrett is. Well, I mean, he's he, he, he's better. He's better than what you got now. <sighs> anyway. Anyway, I don't. You see, I see, I see what y'all doing. Anyway, so yeah, I agree. I think the Giants are going to give people fits. Saquon, I, I think they have powerhouse offensive linemen to for Saquon to run behind. I uh, don't know how they're going to be in pass protection. They brought um, it. They did bring in. Uh, they did bring in bring in Kenny Galladay, so he should be uh, uh, a great red yeah. zone weapon for I mean, them. And Galladay's a great guy. receiver as long um, as he's healthy. And they brought in a slew of players on defense as well. Is Didn't they bring in a Dory Jackson? Is Golden Tate still there? I had the same question. Oh. No, actually, Golden Tate's a free agent now. Okay. So, anyway, but you still got Galladay and um, Shepard. And Shepard, yeah. Um, You still have – fuck, who's the tight end? I really like the uh, tight end. Ingram. 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 Evan Ingram. Yeah, Evan Ingram. I love Evan Ingram. Yeah, when he's healthy, he's, he's a good – he's a great <laughs> tight end. I think that's the big thing with that team, though. If you think about it, Evan Ingram has had injury problems in the past. It Evan Shepard has some injury problems. Saquon's had injury problems. Right. I mean, we ain't even got to talk about Galladay. I mean, that man hasn't even played a full season. I don't even think he's got a full season. And what, what's this? Yeah, like yeah he had years? he got one season, his, his breakout season, where he had like 11 touchdown catches. He played 16 games that year. Oh, okay. So, that's like 2018. Problems too. So, yeah. So, yeah. That's that's the biggest problem. The defense is a problem. But I mean, I agree. I think the Giants are going to give people fits. So, on the offensive side of the ball, they can obviously contend in this division. Right. I mean, it like the NFC East isn't called the NFC least for nothing. No, it's not. an eight and eight or seven nine team could actually make the playoffs when when I mean the yeah they're gonna they might make the wild card that way uh but I mean the Cowboys are probably gonna go like fifteen and two this year so I wouldn't mm. just saying all right <laughs> so let's get let's get on to Washington real quick all right all right, all right. so the one I don't mind okay the Washington football team first first question Fuck I got. That. Fuck the Washington football team just for that name. <laughs> yeah, that name pisses me off. Oh, I hate that fucking might, name. Might I add in in our 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 vampire fantasy league, my fantasy name is the fantasy football team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. Jesus Christ! You ought to see the little emblem too. It looks like the <laughs> Redskins. Hey Slagle, you want to play in the vampire league? Yeah, I'll play. Okay, we'll, yeah. okay, we'll send you a Look, link. I, I found somebody. Great, yeah. I, I did some work for the show. About damn time. 
Anyway, so the Washington football team, they were the best coach team yeah, in the division. They got the best by coach, a I agree. long shot. Who will be their starting quarterback for week one? Oh, Fitz Magic, baby. You, yeah, you think it'll probably. be Fitz Magic? Uh, you got Fitz Magic. You also got uh, who? Tyler. Uh, What's his name? That Tyler. boy that was playing for him in the playoffs? Yeah, re-signed. And they also got the kid from uh, the Panthers with uh, Rivera. I can't remember his name. Uh, or Allen. Yeah, yeah, yeah Allen. Allen. Yep. Uh, yeah, so no, it's Fitz Magic. Uh, no, I really I really think it, it's going to be Fitz just because of the experience, you know. Yeah. Early on in the year. Listen, Fitz is like a dog. The first, like, eight weeks of the year. I wish we had the stats for this, too, because I'm pretty sure, like, if you look at Fitzmagic's stats over the last, like, four or five years. In the first eight first, weeks? like His first, like, eight weeks is always so good. For whatever reason, I don't know what it is. It's the magic in the tingling beard. I don't know. It's but the magic in the beard. And then he falls off about midseason, though. Yeah, and so I think that's where, in my opinion, I think it'll go to Allen first because he's got the arm. Okay. Um Kid's got an arm. I don't think he's got the brains. Um, not calling him, you know, dumb by no means. He's going to be well coached. Right. Obviously, Rivera is a darn tootin' good coach. And, yeah, he is. He's, um, he's changed the culture really. I think – I don't know how good they're – I mean, obviously, their defense is always solid, especially when you've got Ron Rivera as your, oh, yeah. as your coach. That defense will be I, the best the, defense in the division. Yeah, they, they it, got like four first-rounders on, on their defensive line. Yeah. They're, you know, and they've got, obviously, they've got some studs. And they lost uh, Kerrigan, though. So Yeah. Uh, yeah, but that's. Which, uh, kudos to him coming to Philly. That's I what I was going to say. Didn't he come, go to Philly? I was surprised he went yeah. there. That's a move toward me, a younger direction. I got that direction. update. I was like, I was like well, thanks. And they, they run a 4-3 there as well. So, I'm kind of surprised yeah. Kerrigan went there because he, he's a better fit in a 3-4, in my opinion. I, I, you know, I agree, but we'll, you know, we'll see. Listen, Philly likes to do a lot of stupid things. So yeah, we'll, well, you know, Philly's had some good players. He's but, a third down pass rusher. That's all he is at this point. Well, he, I mean, he's, we're not talking about Ron Carrigan five years ago. Yeah, like, but I think, I think Washington. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say Washington wins the division. All right. Well, you are you're, crazier you're, than hell. You're, they ain't you're, been a team win that division in back to back years, and like since we've been alive. All right, Schlegel, you're you're getting way ahead of me on that one. First of all, <laughs> but uh, I don't hate that pick. But I had one other question about Washington before we move on to. Uh, <coughs> I mean, my Dallas, boys, my, bo- my my boys. There. Are we yeah. gonna talk about? Are we gonna talk about my boy? My boys there. Shut up. No, right. no, 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 no. My right. boy in Washington. Are we going to talk about him? Which one? Which, which I'm going to talk about him. Which boy? Antonio Gibson. Oh, yeah, Gibson. We'll, we'll talk about him. Uh, first question I want to ask, though, or the the next question I want to ask okay. about Washington is, we, we know that this defense is uh, a playoff caliber, maybe even a Super Bowl caliber team. It's, which it's on the good defense. defense. Is, is this offense going to be good enough to contend, though? No. I think they're good enough to. I mean, to contend for the division or to contend for the. I think they're. I'll just say contend. To to contend for the division, uh, and possibly, and and, you know, scrape by with a, with a, with a a wild card round win. Okay. Um, But making a deep run, uh, by no means. I don't think that they have a quarterback. um, With all due respect to all three of those guys, 
um, especially Fitzmagic. But I just don't think that they have the quality at quarterback, nor do they have the quality around um, the entire offense alone to be able to go deep into the playoffs. But I, I could see them, you know, because of that defense and because of who their head coach is and, and some of the qualities that they do have on that team, making a, you know, obviously a division run um, and uh, giving somebody fits in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, I could agree with that. I like I like Terry McLaurin. I like uh, Antonio Gibson. Yeah, um, and, and I they, mean I don't they think also they brought in uh, Samuel uh, from Carolina. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel. Yeah, but both both him him and McLaurin were former teammates at Ohio the Ohio State Buckeyes. Okay, so anyways, get off the Buckeye topic. Um, <laughs> But I, I'm just saying they got you know they got good good rapport together, yeah, so that I ought mean, to help. I mean, yeah, I think it'll be a decent both. offense, but like like Sigel said, I don't think they have a high enough caliber quarterback to really contend anything other than the division, and maybe putting together a good playoff win, one, depending on the matchup that falls to them. But All I right. mean, other than that, I don't I don't see that offense going anywhere else. Okay. The defense is phenomenal. All right, guys. Well, let's move on to the dreaded, deadpool <laughs> Dallas Cowgirls. How about them Cowboys? All right, Juice. You want me to start or you go first, Juice? I'll let you say whatever you want to say. All right. Be, be, I'd rather be, have the last word. Be, before, the... before this, I want to ask Juice one quick question. Is Dak healthy? Is he going to be healthy this year? He will be by week, at least week two. All right. He'll be ready to go. Okay. All right, Schlegel. Jerry what do you wouldn't have signed for that much money if he wouldn't have been. Like, well, that's true. Well, let's be honest. Dallas is the best team in the NFC East. Talent-wise, I, I, I couldn't agree more. Talent-wise, talent, talent wise, yes. We ain't got no uh, coaching, but I agree completely. Hey, Talent-wise, talent yes. Um, the one thing that I've, I've thought that they've gotten away from over the past few years is running game. Is Hannon, who won the ball. I mean, let's be honest. Damn right. Another former Buckeye, Dude. by the by, might I add. Get off the yeah, damn might, Buckeye topic. No even way. If he, even though, yes, I, two things I don't like about Zeke is, one, he, play, he played for the Ohio State University. And oh, two, come on. But <laughs> he is – listen, when you're talking about top quality running back and what we and what we all look for these days, he's he's got every tool that you would want. He can yeah. catch out of the backfield. He can block. He's, he's probably become a better blocker. It, um, it's uh, it's funny you say to. say blocking. He's probably one of the the best running back blockers, pass blocking running backs in the NFL now. And I, you know what, and I and I completely agree. And I think he's had to because if you think about what Dallas has done the past couple of years, they've adjusted to trying to throw the ball forty times a game. And what it, rem, it what it reminds me of is and. Tw- and Juice, you're going to remember this. You remember when they were giving Tony Romo the ball and letting him throw it 40 times a game? Mm-hmm. What and happened? they just wasn't they wasn't succeeding, right? They they had the they had the players to succeed, but when things changed was when they decided to turn around and start handing that ball off 20, 30 times a game. Yeah, and, yeah. and not if long. Dallas, if Dallas got that. back to that. Hannon, Hannon, two won the ball. You know, if you let him carry the ball 25 times and get a few catches out of the backfield, allow Dak 
Prescott to play his game with a little bit of read option from time to time. Don't play force action. Him to throw the ball 30, 40 times a game and have a better balance but be more run-oriented uh, and take up more clock and don't really keep your defense out there um, as much. Because I think that uh, if Dallas has any issues on defense, it's in their secondary. I 100% uh, agree. Uh, so I think you need to keep them off the field as much as possible. And that, by doing that, you hand 21 the ball. That sounds like a recipe the Browns used uh, to keep Baker being a uh, game manager. Yeah, they stole right. it from us. <laughs> it also, but, it, hey, it also helped that um, – and I love him to death, but I, it, if Odell wouldn't have went down, I don't know how much would have changed. That's true. That's tr- I, I mean, I don't. I'm not sure. I'm not going to say that he would have been a hinder to the Cleveland Browns, but we don't give a shit about Cleveland right now. I do, obviously, but uh, we're we're on the too. NFC East. But I just wanted to. Take you can bring me to... back for that week too. I'll talk about him. Anyway, we, we so... ain't done that week yet, buddy. Anyway, so uh, the Cowboys—they have the best linebacking core in the country or in the league, I believe. I think they got some. I think they got two really good rookie run or rookie linebackers, um, and uh, Parsons and Cox. And uh, then you add Vander Esch uh, and Jalen Smith, Smith, a healthy Vander Esch, and, and and they will be. They'll be healthy coming with, in. Healthy. I got. What? Go ahead. What was the question? Do you think Van Der Esch can stay healthy? Uh, I mean, he did two years ago. He played the whole season, so. I mean, but he's coming off of what? What was the injury again? I think he tore. He tore his meniscus, maybe. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Um, something of that nature. But um, and then I think, yeah, I think it was. I think Jalen Smith is one of the best inside linebackers around. I think. Demarcus Lawrence is still a great pass rusher when you leave him fresh. Uh, the problem is the secondary. They still have very good offensive linemen. You hand 21 the ball, which I think that was kind of the, the thing I was thinking while you were talking. So I think most of what you've seen the last two years has been Kellen Moore trying to get Dak Prescott paid. Let me ask you this. Now that he's been paid, I think you can turn around and go back to the recipe that works. Okay, let me ask you this. What? Just this offseason, what was the most important acquisition that the Dallas Cowboys got over this offseason? Signing Dak Prescott. I said acquisition, not... Signing Dak Prescott. No, he was all... Well, I don't care. Signing Dak Prescott. No. He was already on the team. No, he. that is the best... That, that is the biggest and most important move that the I, Dallas Cowboys that, made that was this offseason. That was re-signing him. I'm saying... New, new player, whatever, new, new acquisition. I mean, probably Parsons. You, you don't. Sean think... Lee retires. Parsons I mean, can do it all. That, he that, can blitz. He Dallas can cover. didn't really sign anybody in free agency. Yeah, what, I, I what mean, I was alluding to was uh, Dan Quinn taking over the defensive coordinator oh, spot. I, I, I think do. that's a, I do a love that huge move. acquisition for you guys. One but of I, the reasons. I still don't know how much better it's going to help because that secondary is terrible. Yeah, but I I, I think, you know, having him, you guys are actually going to be playing um, a scheme that fits the talent around right. him. Right. So I think it's going to be more. I love the move when they signed him, but, I mean, that if you ain't got no secondary, like, that's the biggest thing about handing the ball well, off is the clock and keeping them off the damn field. Like here's the thing: you can 
you can work around not having a, you know not having a solid secondary by doing different things with different zone schemes but blitz schemes as well right if you're your a, pass you, rush you've got to yeah, have that's that why good. i say parsons is probably the biggest acquisition because he can do it all he can drop and cover tight ends. I don't. Run, I don't chase disagree. down running backs. Right. Blitz. And, I don't disagree with you, but don't you think well, you got to have a good D coordinator putting him in those positions got, to be successful? You, with you all having, um, oh shit, was it Smith, Jalen Smith? Yeah. Yeah. With y'all having him, he in today's in today's uh, game. You know, with the smaller linebackers having to be quicker on their feet. You know, being a lot lighter. Yeah. Uh, and not being the old school like Ray Lewis type. I mean, yeah, he's one of the top. When he stays healthy, you know, and he does normally stay healthy. Uh, is, yeah, since the Notre Dame injury, he's, he's for the well, most yeah, part. Yeah, yeah. He's, been top, he's top notch when you think about what you're looking for in a linebacker uh, in today. Because he, he gets on both sides. Like, he can get east and west very fast. Yeah, all three of those linebackers can. And I think that's what makes Parsons so valuable is now you have three guys that if you have all three linebackers on the field, you don't know which one's blitzing, you don't know which one's covering, you don't know which one's spying. But any of those three game, can do how it. Many, how many how many downs do you think you're gonna have three linebackers on the field? Uh probably not well, I very mean, often. I wouldn't even hate it if Dan Quinn turned around and and played three down linemen, three linebackers and four or five defensive would, backs. Yeah, I wouldn't disagree, but I wonder how much pressure you're really going to be able to get out of them. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that, it's, that'd be rough. I, I think it's the beauty of it is is rushing all three of your linebacker or your it all could, three of your linemen and not knowing which linebacker is coming. Kind of reminds me of back when um, Green Bay when uh, McCarthy was at Green Bay and they had certain little things going on with like moving. They moved like Clay Matthews, and they were doing a lot of standing up with a lot of their defensive linemen, only having like yeah. one lineman out. Uh, and they were, I mean, they were pretty effective in it. And that was in the early, that was around their time where they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, that that was um, actually the defensive coordinator uh, during that time, I think, was Dom Capers, a former defensive coordinator for the Steelers, who a, a great defensive coordinator, actually. Um, so that that don't surprise me. He normally runs a three four. But I think but if he you can steal some, if you can steal some schemes where, when you got those three guys, I I think there's no way you you don't figure out a way to get all three of them on the field. Right? I think you're going to see a lot more zone in in your secondary yeah, this year. You're going to see a bunch of it. You're going to see a bunch of of zone coverage from the linebackers. You're going to see a lot more spying because there's so many more mobile quarterbacks, uh, in the league. And and I just think they're built for it. Like, I, if you get one acquisition at some point this season to help that secondary, whether it's a safety, whether it's a a corner, whatever it is, even a even a nickel corner, somebody that can go in the slot. Like, all right, I got I got one one more quick little, actually two more quick questions, but I'm gonna ask this one first. Uh, with a healthy offensive line, do you, do you see uh, Zeke reasserting himself at the top running back in the NFL? Juice? I don't know about the top guy. I, I, res- I reserve that spot for Alvin Kamara. Okay. Who I do you view, Slagle? Well, you know what? I, Alvin Kamara is, I mean, I ain't going to argue there. I went to the University of Tennessee. Go Vols. Um, yeah. But <laughs> for – 
for me, I'm going to say the top dog this year is probably going to be Chubb. I mean, I don't hate that pick. I I, I love Chubb. I like like, Dalvin Cook as well. Are we talking rushing yards? Like, are we talking about all around? We're just talking about all around running back, period. I think, you know. With with that, I love Nick Chubb, and I want to say Nick Chubb, but with with the healthy offensive line, I think Zeke, I think it's crucial for him to have a good offensive line behind yeah. him. But I think they he's going to be the best all around guy. I'm telling you, they got to give him the ball. If they don't give him the ball, they are. I mean, they're just yeah. going to have it's going to be another Dallas year that they disappoint their yeah. fans. I I, I don't disagree. I think you know. I think part of the reason they threw the ball so much was was because of the offensive line. To be honest with you, I think it was all Kellen Moore's friends with Dak Prescott. And I think he was yeah, but that paid. but that didn't change even after Dak uh, got hurt. They still did they they still ran away from the the run. Yeah, they didn't, and that's part of it is the line it. was demolished at that point. Like you know, if you don't feel like you can open gaps and move people, then yeah, it's pretty hard to run the ball. I mean. <laughs> If if they do what we're talking about statistically, I believe Zeke will be one or one or two. I don't I don't that. disagree with you. All right, Juice. If they, I, if they do it right. Okay, Juice. Juice. I got one more question about Dallas, and then we're gonna get off of them. Okay. Uh, do you think they did enough to fix their defense? No. Okay. Yes, no answer. I mean, you want me to elaborate? The secondary is still terrible. Like your secondary is still terrible. They they did draft. Did they they, not draft anybody in the secondary? I mean, they did. It was like a. I think they got a third rounder, didn't they? No, I think it was like a third round corner, which I really like him. He really fits what uh, Dan Quinn wants to do. As far as a corner, yeah, you you never have any idea. Yeah, I mean, Tom Brady was a six round pick. Yeah, I wanted to see. I, I needed to see something like, I mean, even who's the guy, Johnson, the guy that Cleveland signed as safety. Oh, yeah, uh, John Johnson. Yeah, yeah, so I would have loved to have seen that acquisition. I would have loved to have seen just anything of an established player that really has proven that he knows what's going on and can watch film, read offenses, figure out the route combinations like you gotta have something there like and they you just know that's don't. where I think if Earl Thomas could pull his head out of his ass that'd be big for you all. Oh it'd be awesome. Like it really would. But then I mean you're also like I mean I would pose this question to you. We do the the fantasy picks of the week. Is wide receivers and quarterbacks is not one of the first places we're gonna look gonna be Dallas. Who's playing Dallas? Yeah. That's I, mean, I guarantee it was last you, year. I guarantee you that's one of the first places we're going to look when we're trying to pick quarterbacks and receivers. Well, I, and I think especially in the first couple of weeks, but oh, yeah. hear me out. Hear me out. I think that towards if you know if if he really gets his defense going the right way and the way that I mean we've been discussing, I don't think you're going to be fantasy wise. I don't think towards the end of the season, unless it's a very like a Russell a Russell Wilson type quarterback. And they've got a receiving core, or you've got a DK Metcalf or something. I really wouldn't pick a receiver playing against it if you know if healthy and everything. I think they're solid. I don't. They're not the worst, but I, I'm not. I'll put them in the middle of the pack in defense. I, I, however, you know, I, I kind of disagree with Juice on the secondary. I, I think they did 
shore up some of their secondary. They did draft in the second round. Oh, yeah, out of Alabama. Dick, Trevon, Dick, Trevon Diggs, yeah. Uh, 6'1", 203. I think he fits a perfect mold for uh, Dan Quinn's offense. He's a big, he's a bigger defensive back. Um, and they also brought in uh, Keanu Neal, right? Yeah, I did love that pickup. Um, so, but really, he's more of one of those guys that he's run, a box safety. Yeah, they go in the box. He's more of a Jamal he's like Cam Chancellor. Yeah, Cam but Chancel. you know what? It, that that works in Seattle. So I mean, as long as the as long as your cornerbacks do do their job on on both sides, I think I think Dallas is is, is probably primed to win the division this year, in my opinion. They, I mean. Every year, Dallas, I think, is primed to win the division. It's just whether or not their coaching staff yeah. allows their 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 talent to uh, excel. All right. Well, we're we're gonna get on to Philly. This is the last team in the division, oh, so boy. let's get on it. All right, Schlegel. They're gonna have a top three pick. They're gonna finish dead last. They'll be lucky to win four games. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me get to the question before you get to the answer, pal. <laughs> All right, it, is Philly setting themselves up to tank in 2021? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. You really think so? You think yeah. they're not sold on uh, Jalen Hurts? No, not at all. No, I, I don't. I don't. I'm not saying that they're not sold on him. What I'm saying is they don't have the pieces around him. What he's saying is they shouldn't be sold on him. <laughs> Right, listen, I, I've explained it on this show before that I, I believe that for the next couple of years, Jalen Hurts is the quarterback that we need. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, somebody point. that you can cut bait with very quickly. The Philly fans aren't going to be upset about it. People aren't going to be questioning you on why you did it. Yeah, he's the perfect quarterback for a couple he's, of years. Yeah. He's he's very strong. He's very strong minded. Uh, he's self believing. Um, he doesn't have. He's not. He's not the quarterback. I think for the future. But like I said, I, I believe in building from the inside out. And so if there's a quarterback that can just sit there and take the brunt, <laughs> take the kill, and uh, take the L for the next couple, take of years, that ass whooping, boy. I could yeah, agree I mean, more. Build, build yeah, from I the think, inside out. Yeah, I think I think he's it. And in order to succeed in the in the future, I'll let let him be the quarterback. You got right. him the second one. His his uh, cap space is not that much. You've got him for a, at least another three years. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. He was a second round pick, so he had a four year deal. Yeah, so just let him let him develop a little bit, and then let him you know wait until you find the right quarterback in the draft after you've been building around somebody. All yeah. right. Uh, What's the worst that can happen? He ends up showing out and having having a, a great season, and Philly make the playoffs. Yeah, easy, guys. That, that's not gonna happen this year. You know, if if something was to happen and they actually started become, you know, they started getting smart again, and they put some stuff around him, I wouldn't say that we couldn't next year uh, make a run and give some teams some chippy, some chippy games. But, All right. Uh, here we're just gonna get walked right over, and we're gonna get bent. What do you th- right. What do you think of their new head coach, uh, Sirianni? I'm ready to fire him. Already, <laughs> he's a Philly not, fan. Not, not even, expect? not even played a game, and already to ready to fire him. I didn't, I didn't want him from the get go. I'm not listening. I don't know the guy. I'm not saying that he isn't going to be, um, 
He might he may be good. He may prove me wrong. Well, well he wrong before, but uh, he does he does have ties to Philadelphia. I I, I believe he was uh, an assistant in Philadelphia before he went to the Colts as offensive coordinator um, under Frank that's Reich. All, that's all fine and dandy, but he was not who I wanted. Okay. And he's um if if they were if Philly was smart, they would have went after a, a uh, an offensive coordinator who's sitting under. The greatest Philly coach um, <laughs> in Andy Reid. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm guessing that Eric Bieniemy was your choice. I agree yeah, completely. And I've even I think I said it on the show the last time and <laughs> the time before that. But and that man deserved that head coaching spot. I mean, it would have been perfect. What uh, What about Deuce Staley? I wouldn't have I wouldn't have been upset with it because of his history with Philly. But I mean, there was only one guy in my eyes. Okay. All right, and B enemy was that guy. All right, yep. so will will Zach Ertz be on this roster come week one of the the season? I wouldn't. Uh, I've heard a lot of rumors would, that they're trying to either trade him or re, or release him. Trade him to Dallas. You done did it once in the draft. Trade him to Dallas. Well, I, no, please God, don't go to Dallas. <laughs> um, I would say trading, um, get some draft. Capital out of him. Um, we'll give you I some capital. Him. Now I don't we're... want if I don't want to see him, and it would hurt me bad. I love him to death, <laughs> and I love his wife. Love his wife. Would, so would you? Would you? Uh, do you, Do you think this is gonna Zach Ertz will uh, be off the team by trade, or do you think they'll release him? I think dumbingly they'll they'll, they'll release him. I I agree with you. Uh, one of the reasons why, because they've already came out and said, you know, that they're they're wanna, they're looking to trade him or looking to move him. So I think you know people teams see that and they're like, the, e, even if they do trade him, they're not going to get much out of him. Yeah, we'll just wait on you to fucking release him. What what's yeah, the market for an often off injured uh, uh, off injured veteran tight end? Nah, the, I mean, the only thing that he's the only thing that he's got going is the stats that he's put up over the years. That's that's it. Um, I'd give you a fifth round pick for him, dude. That's like saying I got you a dollar off that commercial. Hey, <laughs> I'm saying. All right, but it's really, we've done super things. Re- realistically, what can we expect from Jalen Hurts in 2021? Not much. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna say he's gonna shock some people with. Um, I'll say he's shocked some people, but he'll probably be within the top three in interceptions thrown. Okay, I think you'll see him end up forcing a lot of passes. Um, so not much. He, I, what I've seen of him over the, yeah, what I've seen from him over the years is he, he's not, he's not that accurate. He's not an accurate passer. I watched him last year, and I, I was like, dude, what, what are you, like, who are you throwing to? There was a couple times I was like, uh, listen, I don't know who who you've seen on the field, but that was not it. <laughs> that ain't uh, it. That ain't it. I, but I think he may, you know, he'll have a couple games. All right. Okay. Uh, all right. So here's here's my last question for the the whole division thing. You, you have jumped the gun a little bit. Uh, Dallas wins the division. Who do you think wins the division? I wasn't, I wasn't talking. Dallas wins the division. I'm going to go for the first time 
it ain't forever. It ain't back to back Washington Redskins. One because I hate Dallas. All right. Uh, I, I mean, I hate Dallas two, too. They got the best head coach. They do in the division. I, they do. I do. They do. I, I said it, but in no, a league with coaching means more than alive. anything, though. I think I think Washington has a, a leg up, but like we that's all agree, team, that's the only team that uh, can do it. Like like we all agree, though. Dallas is the most talented team. They have yeah. the most talent, I, which probably means New York wins the division. I no. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> I mean, I gotta, I gotta. We've been in this division our whole lives. I know. Like. I got, I gotta agree with you. So I, I think I'm picked. Even, even though as much as it pains me, because he's got a big old smile on his face for one thing. I so know, I hate I'm gonna that. Hear it. I'm gonna hear it. Uh, I think Dallas is gonna win the division. I think if uh, Dak is healthy, and I think if this offensive line is healthy, I think uh, Dallas is the team, the team to beat in the division. I don't, I don't disagree with you. I just think. With the coaching staff that they got, the defense that they got, and the way that our division seems to be playing out, yep, it probably I, I means New York wins it. If we're talking yeah. about Washington and Dallas, it probably means New York wins yeah, it. Like, I mean, Dallas should win it by a landslide. Oh, they should. They should be at least like should. eleven. What it was about eleven and six. Yeah, eleven I'll, and six. Yeah, I, if if you all finished eleven and six, like I'll that, shit I mean, my that's pants. what you. I, I'm saying I it should be, be eleven and six. I didn't say I it wouldn't, wouldn't be nine be, and eight. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised because that's the talent that they got, and yeah. they've got the capability of finishing even better than that. But I just don't know if the coaching staff will do it. They're smart enough to do it. Yeah, I mean, all right, me neither. I'm ready to fire my coach too. You want to go on a fire my coach uh, spree here? No. No, because I'd rather you all take back your old head coach because I knew you was never going to win a Super Bowl. They ain't going to win one with McCarthy. Well, so you keep him too. That's the only two coaches you're allowed to have. (laughs) At least you can say you do have a Super Bowl winning coach, though. That's true. I mean, he did have Aaron fucking Rodgers, but yeah. I can't say say that. I uh, I know Schlegel can't say that right now. Nope, can't say it anymore. They nope. done got rid of Andy Reid. Well, even when Andy Reid was there, well, not Andy Reid, uh, Doug, Doug Peterson. Peterson yeah, I forgot about him. All right, guys. So we're we're almost to the end of the show, but before uh, we let you go, Schlegel, uh, we're gonna do our listed segment here. And our listed segment. Oh, good. Subject, he gets to play me to not know what the listed segment is till you read it. Our our subject is. Our top four breakout players in the NFC East for the 2021 season. So Ooh. we usually do a top four. So if you think you can come up with four players, I'd like to hear them. Mm, breakout. If, if you need time, we can go with uh, Juice. If Juice got his so I, ready. If Juice has got his, let him go. Okay, Juice, so go I ahead. would say um, Parson from Dallas. Okay. Uh, I think he's going to have a phenomenal year. Going on the defensive yeah, side. Yeah, play okay. no ball, get ball, or okay. see ball, get ball. Like, I think he'll have a phenomenal year. Um, I think Sanders from Philly, the running back. All right. I think he'll have a good year. I mean. Yeah, yeah. I think most of it's going to be pass A year catching. late. I think most of it's going to be pass catching because they're going to be behind in a lot of games. But he's still a super talented kid, like. As bad as that pains me. All right. 
uh, Montez Sweat from Washington. Okay. Uh, I think I, I could see him leading the league in sacks this year. I mean, I think Montez Sweat's already broke out to me. But no, I mean, I'm talking about taking that up to that the next step level. up to where he is right. one of the top defensive linemen in the league, like or right. one of the top pass rushers. We'll put it that way. Uh, and who's your fourth one? My fourth one. I'd love to think of somebody in New York, but let's not do that. <laughs> okay. I got you covered on that. Uh, oh, I do. Shit. All right. Give me your list and let me think of one more. You got, you got your list together, Schlegel? Or, yeah. Or, okay. I, I do. Okay. Okay. Um, Who do you got? Numero uno. I'm going to go ahead and can complete your Giants pick there, Slick. Um, I'm gonna say Daniel Jones has a breakout. Oh, damn that! Alpha. I I I got I gotta agree with you 100. percent That's Eli Manning 2.0. He's 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 my number one guy to have a breakout. That's season. Eli 2.0. Hey, hey, if that's Eli Manning 2.0, Eli Manning had two Super Bowls. Yeah. On the back of two of the greatest defenses I've ever witnessed. That's okay. That's okay. It's still. I ain't sitting in New York right now. So. Hey Schlegel, do you do you remember who the MVPs were the of uh, the of those two Super Bowls, it was the quarterback. Sure they were both Eli Manning. Yeah, it yeah was exactly. The quarterback. Like the quarterback exactly. always wins that damn award. <laughs> yep. Like that's like the MVP last? award. Who won it last year? Was it Brady? Was yeah, it? Brady won okay, it. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know if he won it or not. All right. I mean, he probably shouldn't have. But he all right, Schlegel, it. who's your number two guy? Devontae Smith. Thank you. <laughs> God, I hate you. You're picking all the same guys I got. Go ahead. <laughs> I think he's, uh, you know, I think he'll put him in the right spots. And like, uh, like you said, Philly's going to be behind a lot. So they're going to have to throw the ball. Yeah. Um, what so about your I number think... three guy then? Oh, see, now this is a hard one. Okay. See, because then I've got to try to, pick, you know, I want to try to pick one person from each team. That yeah, I did. I, I did the same thing. And that means I got to pick somebody from. Dallas, <laughs> and you know somebody that I didn't think had a good enough year, and because knowing Dallas how they how they've been playing in the past, obviously I've said they need to hand Zeke the ball, but I think they're you know they're still going to be passing stupidly. Um, and I'm going to go with C.D. Lamb. <laughs> I love it. Um, <laughs> All right. You know, I I love it. <laughs> All right, since since you've sold yeah. like th so far three of my four yeah, three four players, you're three for three <laughs> with me. Who who's your fourth one for the Washington football team? Oh, well, let's see. You can't really pick Terry McLaurin because he's already broken. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> um, come on, do it, do it, <laughs> please do it. <laughs> You know, I'm just well. I'm. I'll be honest with you. I'm sitting here going through their roster, so I make sure I don't get this wrong. Um, just so I remember their name. <laughs> Looking for him real quick. I already know who he's gonna pick. Uh, please do. You it. know what? Please do it. Uh, I'm gonna. It's gonna. Dif, he's defensive. Oh, okay. You're okay, not you're not it. gonna do it, man. He's dead. Where's he at? Where's he at? Where's he at? Um, uh, Kendall Fuller's not, but he's already broke out. He's already broke out. 
Yeah, I don't really have one for Washington. All right. I'm, All right, good. I'll give you one there, Slick. Antonio Gibson. That, I, that was my pick, asshole. I know I read it. <laughs> Gosh, damn you. All right, so be, between between you two fucksticks, <laughs> you, you guys, the... You guys picked every player that I had on read my your, list. Read your list from top to bottom. All right. My list from top to bottom. My number one guy, I'm with you, Schlegel, Danny Dimes. My number two guy was actually ahead of your number two guy. My number two guy was C.D. Lamb, which you picked number three. And my number three guy was Devontae Smith. And my number four, which he didn't really break out last year, but he had a real good season, was Antonio Gibson. God damn you guys. <laughs> well, hey, great minds think alike. Yeah. Okay. We'll just we'll just say that then. I don't I don't ever want to be associated with a great mind and, and juice ever again though. <laughs> well he I I can't disagree with you there. <laughs> All right, hold on, I'll give you a New York pick real okay. quick. Uh give me uh old big Will Hernandez, the guard. Let me give the big boy some love. Like like to the point to where I think he he probably turns into one of the best three guards in the league. All right, because that's gonna have to be that because he's a phenomenal player already. I'm not, but I mean, like taking that kind of like Montez Sweat taking that next level as being one of the best guys that you look at. Like when you look at a position, you look at that guy. Like, you know, I no, so you no, got like Quentin Nelson. No, normally I would say, how in the hell would an offensive lineman break out? But Wyatt Teller did it last year right. with, with the Browns. So right. Wyatt Teller did it with the Browns. You got like Quentin oh, Nelson changed the way people think of guards. Yeah, uh, I think Will Hernandez can do the same thing. Uh, My favorite breakfast. Mine's bourbon. <laughs> Why saying. does that not surprise me? I'm just <laughs> saying. Ain't nothing like a good shot of bourbon to wake you up in the morning. All right, guys. We're running a little late on the show, so we're we're going to end it on, on that. And we're going to get into it our, on bourbon. I like our it. Uh, hey, outro so real Juan quick. Barkley will win comeback player of the year. Probably. I don't, I don't uh, hate that pick. I don't hate that pick at all. All right, guys. So we're at the end of the show now. I'm throwing the papers no, I around. Think, I think Dak wins comeback player of the year. Uh, that's a good. That's a good one too. Um, but I hope you're both wrong. I hope it's Odell Beckham. <laughs> that ain't gonna happen. All right. So now that we're at the end of the show, though, uh, Schlegel, thank you so much for coming on for our third time. We hope to have you on more. Um, Thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, I love coming. On. We so we definitely want to toast you. We we want to toast all our listeners. Uh, thank you all for listening. We want to toast the uh, military, medical. No um, help me, Juice. Military, medical, first, first responders. responders. Just give me a shot of that. Anybody fighting the good fight out there? Uh, all you nine to fivers. Oh, fucking nine to fivers. I'm a nine to fiver. Fucking bastards. All right. Uh, Shout out to all the tradesmen. Yeah, fucking, yeah, definitely all the tradesmen. Damn tradesmen. We know. Fucking cocky ass bastards. You're the heartbeat of America, <laughs> buddy. Uh, but we love you guys. So uh, maybe if he was a real welder, he might be the heartbeat of America. Oh lord. <laughs> Let's get our glasses up, guys. I can't believe he actually laughed. Have that. a drink. Uh, cheers, buddy. Cheers.
I wasn't used to that. Has anybody told you you're beautiful today? Because you might be the best damn looking thing I've seen all day. And we are out. Thank <laughs> you.